Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some tips with the rainbow chlorinators. You may be familiar with these in your area. Those are the white chlorinators by Pentair. They're the rainbow brand that Pentair had purchased a long time ago. And you'll see them either on the plumbing or offline. And these are either the rainbow 300 offline chlorinator or the 320 online chlorinator. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I'll start off by saying that I actually prefer the offline chlorinator. This is the 300 model with the black tubes that kind of connect to it and is sitting somewhere by the equipment. First is the 320 that's online in the plumbing. Now the builder that did my pool put one in there, but he actually put it on a separate plumbing line entirely, which is smart, and that way it's not going to have any problems with interfering with the heater. And by him installing it on a separate return line, it also prevents a lot of the flow issues associated with the 320 chlorinator. So you're going to find a lot more flow issues as far as getting water to go into the 320 chlorinator online, mainly because they're not usually installed correctly. They don't have enough flow going to them. And a lot of times there are a lot of trouble with the online chlorinators. We call them online because they're actually in the plumbing or plumbed in. And then the offline, the 300 model, is not actually plumbed in directly, although it has those black tubes that are connected to it. So those are the differences between those two rainbow chlorinators. And the 300 model, they also have like a commercial version that's like gigantic. And it gives you more advantage as far as putting in more tablets there. Of course, the more tablets you put in, the more cyanuric acid you're adding to the pool. But that's a different podcast. I'm just going to go over some details about the rainbow chlorinators for you and some things that can go wrong with them and some things to be aware of. So the first thing that you have to be aware of is that the tablets you put in there are supposed to slowly dissolve into the pool. And that's kind of based on the little dial that's in front of it. There's like a little black dial. You can set any kind of, you know, you can kind of adjust the flow doesn't work, you know, super well, but you can definitely dial it down so it has less of the tablets going or the dissolving tablets going back into the pool. And you can dial it up to five, which is having more flow going into the chlorinator back to the pool. It's actually very ancient pool technology. It's not the greatest way to control the flow of the trichlor tablets. The best way you can kind of control the amount of chlorine they're actually producing and going back into the pool is by limiting the amount of tablets you put in there. So I don't really move that dial much myself. I always leave it at 5 just because that's how I've always been taught to do it. And I just put less tablets in there. So I'll just put like 1 or 2 tablets in there versus 5 tablets and then dialing it down to 1. If that makes sense. It's just better just to regulate the amount of chlorine going into the pool by just limiting the amount of tablets you put into the chlorinator every week versus using that dial to kind of regulate it which doesn't work very effectively. So for example, 
you know, if you're putting four or five tablets in there and the chlorine level is at 15 parts per million, you probably can cut down to one or two tablets with that dial at five. Because again, adjusting that dial just adds another thing to the mix. And I should also give you the factors with the trichlor tablet itself and how much chlorine it adds to the pool. No one can really give you a mathematical, this is how much chlorine you're going to get in your pool. If you put two tablets in the rainbow chlorinator, you're going to have four parts per million going into your pool every week because there's so many factors. There's the amount of chlorine in each, each tablet. There's all different kinds of tablets with some with more chlorine than others, some with some additives in there. And so that's the first hurdle with the any kind of you know calculating how much chlorine goes in there. And then you have the pool water temperature. Then you have how long the pool is running because if you have your pool running for 24 hours a day, of course those tablets are going to dissolve a lot quicker with the water running continuously in there versus having the pool running for eight hours a day and the pool turns off for, you know, 16 hours and so the tablets aren't dissolving at that point. All the way to the fact of, you know, the water temperature. If the water's colder, it's going to hold the chlorine a lot better than hot water or the use of the pool. If the pool is being killed by a lot of people using it, a lot of the chlorine is going to be used up more. So there's no way to know how much chlorine you're adding to the pool based on putting in three tablets is going to give you X amount of parts per million. It doesn't work that way. So that's why the rainbow chlorinators are a decent way to add chlorine to the pool, but it's not something that's really scientific. And there really is no study. If you look on Pentair's site to see, you know, some kind of data on how much chlorine is being added, they don't really know. I mean, it's really vague. And I had a company contact me in China that were that was making a chlorinator and they wanted to know you know, how many tablets do I have, you have to put in for their manual? They wanted to like list the amount of tablets. And I gave them all these factors and they kind of understood that that's just an impossible thing to get at because of all these different factors. And to even make it more complicated, I also said, you know, it depends on, you know, the age of the filter, how good the filter is running, the pool filter, and also how well the pump is running. And those are other factors that you can't really put in a mathematical formula to see how much chlorine is being dispensed into the pool. So with that said, it's not an exact kind of way to add chlorine to the pool, although it's an easy way to add chlorine. I think the offline chlorinators, again, I mentioned I like the 300 models better than the 320, and the 300 model is the offline one. I think for like a vinyl pool or a pool where you don't want the tablet to fall out of the floater and stain the surface, and besides that, it looks cleaner to have it, you know, attached at your equipment versus a floater in the pool, and all kinds of different things can happen with a tablet floating in the pool. I mentioned it could fall out and that would stain the pool. It would leave a burn mark in the shape of the tablet on the bottom of your pool and you wouldn't want that. So the 300 chlorinator and the 320 use similar parts and the 300 is more common, I think, in most areas. And so one part that wears out in the 300 model chlorinator is that little elbow on the bottom. So if you ever put like four tablets in there, you have to dial the five, the pool's running 10 hours a day, and you get back there the next week, and none of the tablets have dissolved. And by the way, here's the danger with the rainbow chlorinators. Now, if the check valve, the elbow gets clogged up, and or if the pool's been off for maybe a week or something, or two weeks, or you know maybe the pool hasn't been run properly, and it's not working, or the motor went bad, and you have the tablets sitting in the rainbow chlorinator, what's going to happen is that, since it's a mixture of the cyanuric acid and chlorine, it's kind of like a mustard gas, you know, kind of a formula for disaster. If you were to take that lid off and be standing right over it 
And again, these tablets aren't dissolving all week long because of some kind of problem or the equipment wasn't running all week. You take that lid off. There's no water in that tube. You just have that toxic gas. You're going to really, you could really damage your lungs by opening up the chlorinator and taking a whiff of that gas. In fact, I had one of my members of my group that had to go to the doctor for several weeks because he actually damaged his lungs with that particular incident where he opened up the chlorinator and all that gas came out and he breathed in a lot of it. So he actually had lung damage, had to go to a specialist, and this can happen to anybody. So just be forewarned that if those tablets in there are not dissolving, that gas in there can be extremely toxic when you take that lid off. So what I like to do, especially when I get to a new account, I'm not sure how the pool is running or how the chlorinator is working, I will take that lid off, I'll unscrew it, and then I will step back when I pull it off right away out of the equipment area, and I'll step back a few feet and kind of walk towards it slowly and see if there's any kind of toxic fumes in the air. This is a really important factor you need to be aware of with these rainbow chlorinators. And one of the major failures is if the tablets are in there and they're not dissolving, that gas is extremely toxic. I also carry an N98 mask in my truck. It's a full face gas mask, a 3M version. Probably the best investment I, you could ever make. Because if you do run into that situation where you take the lid off and you're getting close to the chlorinator, you can smell it. Just get your N95 ma N98 mask on and you can get close enough to it to kind of assess it, work on it, and fix it. Of course, put the cap back on so that the fumes stop coming out of there. And the main thing that's going to cause this to happen in the 300 model is that the elbow on the bottom is clogged up with the paste. So what they do with the tablets is that when they make them, they have to kind of get them off the machine. And so there's paste there that kind of gets stuck to the tablets in some way. And if the cheaper tablets will have a lot of this paste still left on them from the machines. And this is what causes the elbow to get clogged up with that kind of white filmy material, chalky material. So if you have an elbow, and the elbow part number is R172278, you can just put in Rainbow Chlorinator Elbow, it'll come up on Google. But the official part number is R172272. And basically, this elbow has a little, like a little BB in there. It's a check valve, actually, to prevent the chlorine from going into the pool when the chlorinator is off. But that gets clogged up with that paste, that kind of chalk-like material. doesn't work anymore. And I've called Pentair on this, and they've given me different strategies to clean these elbows. I just buy a new one because cleaning them is just pretty difficult, and I don't trust them after they've been clogged up anyway. So I'll just put a new one on there. It's an easy part to change, and 99% of the time... That's going to get the chlorine, the tablets dissolving again, getting the water flowing through there, and you know everything's going to work good again, basically, with that new elbow. Such a small part, but one of the main things that causes these models of chlorinators to fail and the tablets to stay in there and not dissolve. Another problem you're going to have with the 300 chlorinator and the 320 is that the O-ring and the lid will expand and get really fat. I mean, it's going to get hugely fat. You're going to be like... How did this thing expand to this point? Especially if you take the lid off a chlorinator that hasn't been operating for a couple months, or maybe there's some tablets that haven't dissolved in there. You'll take that lid off, you look at that O-ring on top, and you'll be like, wow, this is like a huge O-ring. I wonder if I can get this part. You go get the part, and you're going to see the O-ring is going to be this little tiny, thin little O-ring. Not super thin, but you know a lot smaller than the O-ring you took off the top. So I recommend you carry you know three or four of these O-rings in your truck. They're inexpensive. And by the way, you want to have half a dozen of these elbows in your truck also to swap them out whenever you run into a chlorinator. 
And how you check the elbow, you take it off, put it next to your ear and shake it. If you don't hear that little BB moving around in there, that elbow is clogged up. And you know, take a new one and shake it by your ear and you can hear that little BB going back and forth. Then you know that what to look for in the future when the elbow gets clogged up. But these O-rings are something you want to carry on your truck. And the O-rings are R172009. That's the part number, R172009. You can just type in rainbow chlorinator O-ring and it'll give you the part number. And then the last part of the offline chlorinators that goes bad is that the tubing will crack on there. And the tubing is really easy to repair. You just take it off carefully from the little, they're like compression kind of things you jab them onto. I don't know the technical word for those. And then you just uh, put the new tubing on and tighten it down with a little nut. And they sell an, an eight feet increments and it's the R172023. Again, that's the R172023. But you can just type in rainbow chlorinator tubing and you can get the part number for that. So you want to carry a couple eight feet sections on your truck because that tubing will crack. And if that tubing cracks, it's going to really cause a mess because that causes a lot of flooding in the equipment area. Sometimes the gardener will hit it or maybe a pet. I've even had like squirrels and raccoons run into the equipment and, you know, knock, knock the chlorine over. And if the tubing's been in the sun for a while, it cracks pretty easily. So just moving, even just taking the lid off sometimes will crack the tubing if it's really old. So having it in your truck is really important because you can drain the water down in the pool past the skimmer line. And it could technically drain a whole pool down depending on how the plumbing is set up. So you definitely want to replace that tubing because if the chlorinator were to fall off that tubing, water would just shoot out in the return line from that tubing. And I know it's small, it's a small little tube, but it can drain the pool fairly quickly because that's a pretty big leak when the rainbow chlorinator breaks or the tubing breaks on the chlorinator and the water shoots out. I think once you repair a 300 model chlorinator, you should be able to figure out all the parts. They have a part kit also you can purchase with all the little parts in there. It comes with, I believe it comes with the tubing too. I can't remember if it does or not. I haven't bought one in a while because I have tons of these kits and I have tons of tubing. But you have all the parts in there you're going to need to kind of rebuild the chlorinator. You have the little things you put in the plumbing with the O-rings for the plumbing. And you have all the parts. You have the dial I mentioned in the beginning that's not quite effective and you have all the connectors because you could break these parts really easily and you can definitely break the connector and also the valve that adjusts the amount of chlorine going in there really easily they snap off really easily from the chlorinator body itself and so this is one thing you have to be aware of to have all those spare parts with the offline chlorinator with the 320 since it's inline the parts are more robust and there's really not a big issue with the inline chlorinators as much as the offline chlorinators. However, there are flow issues associated with it being inline. So if that tube is not filling up with the proper flow, which is sometimes difficult depending on how they plumb that chlorinator in there, and you may struggle getting the flow in there, there's some tricks to it. I have a video where I show you some tricks for the 320. They're not, again, as prevalent as the 300 models, but you do run into the 320 chlorinators on occasion that are built into the plumbing. And hopefully the builder plumbed it in correctly. And I think the last thing I should mention is that you don't want to add, well, I guess two things to mention here at the end. One, you don't want to add calhypo tablets into the chlorinator. It's a no-no. Definitely you can't do that. You're going to cause an explosion because calhypo tablets with the residue in that in the chlorinator from the trichlor, because I, men I mentioned the paste earlier. So that paste is all coated inside the chlorinator itself. And of course, there's a lot of tri trichlor residue also on that wall in that case. 
So putting a cow hypo tablet in there is a recipe for disaster because that's going to probably just explode on you right there at the equipment. So don't do that. And then another thing I mentioned about the O-ring being warped and getting really fat. One thing that happens is that you can't get the lid off of them because once that O-ring expands to a certain point, that lid is like solid on there. So there's a couple tricks you can do. I have a large pair of channel locks. You've probably seen it in other videos that I film. And it's the gigantic, the biggest pair of channel locks you can buy at the hardware store. Get those. They have a blue handle. And you just put that in to the little knobs there. You can actually turn that lid pretty good. Just put your feet against it or your knees against it to brace it. And then use the channel locks across the top of it. Not grabbing it with the channel locks, but as a kind of wedge. And you can do that. Or you can use a 2x4. A lot of guys have used that successfully. So if you carry a 2x4 in your truck, put it in the top of that chlorinator and you can turn it pretty easily at that point. And then of course change that O-ring. So those are some of the things to be aware of with the offline and online rainbow chlorinators. You're going to see a lot of these out there on the, your pool route. The Hayward chlorinators were nowhere near as popular as the rainbow chlorinators. Nor do they work anywhere as well as the rainbow chlorinators. I don't really like the Hayward ones, period. But these rainbow chlorinators are effective to put tablets in to, you know, charge the pool up with chlorine. Just be aware that the more tablets you use, the more cyanuric acid you add to the pool. And you have this kind of vicious cycle of needing more and more chlorine to counterbalance all that cyanuric acid in the water or to counteract it. So they're a great way to introduce chlorine into the pool. You just can't overdo it with the tablets. And you definitely don't want to put like 10 of them in there and turn that dial up to 5 because then your chlorine level is going to be like at 30 parts per million. It's going to be really crazy. So use them, you know, kind of figure out how many you're going to need in the pool. And this is not an exact science, so start off with maybe 3 or 2. See what the chlorine level is after that week and adjust down or up accordingly. And there's tons of factors that go into that I mentioned earlier. So it's not something that you're going to be able to dial in. And no pun intended there, but you just can't get the rainbow chlorinators to produce X amount of chlorine every week, week in and week out. It's going to vary, and it's going to be on the higher side, I think, in most cases, than on the lower side. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of the other podcasts I recorded. You can listen to those there. Also, I have a coaching program available. If you're interested in that, you can go to poolguycoaching.com, or you can find the information on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And the coaching program has a lot of great benefits. And you can learn more at those two sites. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app